Welcome to Loving Every Stride, the podcast that will help make your running easier. Brought to you by ex-national athlete and UK record holder, Paul Laslett. Powered by the Brightside PT community. For more information and access to your very own Running Faster formula, which will make your running easier, click on the link in the show notes. Enjoy the show and see you on the bright side. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this podcast. Now, this podcast, I'm hoping, has been helping motivate, inspire you, and give you some ideas about how you can make your running feel easier and how you can obviously run faster and stay injury-free. That is called living the dream, okay? So, but this episode today is going to be all about what happens once you've run your 5K. Maybe you've done the couch to 5K and you're trying to get faster or you're thinking, do I go a bit longer or whatever? Because there comes a point where for most runners, Marie and I look after, they they do their 5K and the 5K time comes down. They feel really good about themselves. And then you start thinking, what else could I do? What else should I do? And then, you know, you think, oh, maybe I'll do a 10K now. Maybe I'll do a half marathon. Maybe I'll enter a marathon. So what we want to cover is the best way of give you some ideas and the best way of then implementing how to make the next steps. Because we don't want you to make the mistakes that, that we've seen a lot of people make. And we want to keep, keep you injury free and keep you running as well as you can. So there are a few different options, right? You run your 5K, you feel good. You know you can run a 5K pretty comfortably. And I'd say at this point, if you cannot run a 5K comfortably, run it slower. If you can walk 5K, you can run 5K. Running is just a sped up version of walking. Don't worry about how fast you're doing it. Just get out and do it and take it really slow, okay? You've done your couch to 5K. You've run, you can run 5K comfortably-ish now. So what are you going to do? You're going to try and go faster over 5K? Are you going to go shorter? Are you going to go further? Are you going to try and do both? Are you going to go off-road? Are you going to start doing hill runs? Are you going to start to maybe think, oh, I'll enter a marathon? What is it that you're going to do? Now, I'll also say at this point, and I know Maria will back me up, that if you just want to keep running and keep enjoying your running, and you don't have to go faster, you don't have to go further, you don't have to do anything. It's just if you make that decision to think well what's next for me we want to give you the best advice and ideas of what of what you can do and make sure that you don't get injured in the process so most people once they've done the 5k they do want to go a bit further because there are 10k races you might want to go and do but i would always say you know if you can work on your 5k time then the 10k becomes easier why is that, you say, Mr. Laslett? Why is it easier? I'll tell you why if you keep listening. It's much easier. I love a bit of self-dialogue. I've got to keep taking my medication. I shouldn't make myself laugh. Hopefully uh, other people are chuckling. You basically, you want to make sure that the faster you can go the 5K, then you make your 10K easier. So if you can, say, currently run 30 minutes for a 5K, for example, and then you bring that 5K time down to 28 minutes, the intensity of effort 
and the intensity on your muscles to run through in, say, 31, 32 minutes at halfway in a 10K, it feels much easier. So as long as you're going slower, you should be able to go further. I hope that makes a little bit of sense. So that's one way of doing it is if you want to increase your mileage, then you basically need to make sure that you're going slower and you change the intensity of what you're running. Now, to go faster is a brilliant feeling. Now, I always think there's you, you can't cheat running. There's a set distance and a set time over that distance that you can cover. Now, either you're going to run it quicker or you're or you're not. So how do you go faster? I can remember a long, 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 long time ago, I was at a party. I wasn't drinking because I was training. Put that in quickly. I missed out on a Commonwealth Games qualifying time by half a second, which doesn't sound like very much, but it's a lot over 800 meters. I was at a party and someone was asking me about it and they said, half a second, that's not very, that's not very much. Why, why didn't you just try a little bit harder? That's great. Well, I was trying as hard as I could. You, you can't just run faster by trying harder. You need to change how you train and get the right structure in place. So if you're going to try and run faster, you're asking more of your body, okay? In order to then let your body run faster, and because you've asked more of it on a given day, then you'll need to do some stuff that's a lot slower to help, like we've talked about in previous episodes, to help your body recover. So without the right structure in place, you won't know how fast to go, how much recovery you need, what distances to run at and practice at. So it is so important to get that structured plan in place because a lot of people will try and run too far, too fast, too often, and they will get injured. So we do not want that to happen for you. Now, the other side of things, and I'm going to bring Marie in on this as well, is go further. Run distances you never thought your legs could cover, and but you need to do it in a safe way. Now, whenever I increase my mileage, I work on around about 5 to 10% increase in terms of distance over a four-week period. Then I always come back to a shorter distance before I go and build again. But the furthest I've raced over is 10 miles. Marie has done half marathons and has done marathon so she is much better equipped to talk to you about her experience of running her first marathon and what advice she could give you about increasing distances and some of the mistakes that she has seen people make marie i'm going to bring you in you are an absolute running mileage machine so tell me if i was going to run a marathon what would i be why after I've just run a 5K, I've just finished my 5K and I'm feeling invincible, Marie. I feel amazing. And I say, Marie, your coaching program is exceptional. I, I can't believe how much faster I am. I want to run a marathon. What do you say? Okay. <laughs> oh, so I would say don't run a marathon just yet. In my experience, and if you've listened to the podcast before, I started to run in my late 20s and I was just running for fun because I could and there was no real structure to my training and it's only when I joined a running club I started to structure my running and from joining the running club I started to experience different distances but I never went from running a 5k to running a marathon I had experienced longest distances before however what I have to confess is my first marathon I signed up for it two weeks beforehand 
<laughs> 10 days. The reason I signed up for a marathon was because I was really enjoying long distances and I was going out, I think it was every Monday at the time because I wasn't working on Monday. And every Monday I was going a little further. And one Monday I did 19 miles and I was feeling great. I was loving it. And somebody said to me, oh, you know, there's a marathon in a couple of weeks, right? It's the Portsmouth Coast, so you could just come and do it. If you can run 19 miles, you can run 26 miles. And I thought, why not? And I just did. But I wouldn't advise anyone to do that. And most certainly, I wouldn't advise anyone to jump from a 5K to a marathon. And I know there is a lot of hype about running a marathon and running further. But my advice would be experience the shorter distances first. So if you've done a 5K, do the 10K. If you've done the 10K, do the 10 miles. If you've done the 10 miles, do the half marathon. And then do the marathon. Because it's respecting your body, in my experience. You are teaching your body to run long distances. It's a bit like if you're in year 7 and all of a sudden they jump you up to year 10 and you've missed all the years in between. Great analogy. And I, th- I think it doesn't feel... It, it's not fair on your body. So I would say, yeah, just structure your training. And even if you don't enter an official distance race, as in a 10K or a, a, a half marathon, 10 miles, just do the distance. Work up to the distance and then go a little bit further. And like you said before, make sure that you have a break. You have weeks where you deload, you give your body a chance to adapt to what it's just trained for. Um, so that would be my advice on this, Paul. I like, I like that analogy. Like you wouldn't go s- straight, like you said, from like year seven to year 10. You need to do the other stuff to make that year 10 stuff possible. Wow. My, I, I'm, my brain has just been blown, which doesn't take much, all being, to be fair. But so that experience for you, obviously, you've run a sub 330 marathon, which is phenomenal. And training for that, when you had some structure to what you were doing, what would you say the biggest difference for you was from kind of just increasing your mileage and then getting round to being able to fulfill your potential over a marathon? Well, the beauty of signing up for a marathon just 10 days beforehand, there was no time to to freak out about it because <laughs> that was it. I was going to do it. So that, that for me was good. But I would never forget the morning of the marathon thinking, oh my God, what have I done? And is my body going to be able to do that? And I, I, I did it. But yes, the following marathons I did, which I, I prepared for, the mental, the mindset is completely different. You're giving your body the right tools to be able to complete the distance. So yeah, it's much better to be trained for it, to be prepared for it. Yeah. And obviously being prepared for it means that you can probably do it a little bit faster. Enjoy it better. I mean, my best math, my which was my fastest, my second half was 13 seconds slower than my first half. That is. I mean, that's when you know what you're... I had... I, I felt absolutely fantastic the whole way. Obviously, the last six miles were, were tough, but I had prepared for it. I knew exactly what my body could do and on that day I nailed it and it was such a great experience because of the way I felt on the day so preparation is is key if you're thinking if you're listening to thinking yeah well I'd like to run a marathon like Marie said treat it with some respect and if you really want to enjoy it and not get we see so many people who jump up to a marathon too quickly and they get injured 
can't run. And then there's a load of other issues that, that come with it. And I'm sure we've all experienced an injury. And then what usually happens after one injury, you get another niggle. You have a run of injuries. So keeping yourself injury free and respecting your body and making sure that you're progressing safely is so important. And then you'll enjoy the experience of actually running if you want to run a marathon. You'll enjoy that experience a heck of a lot more. And in terms of how you progressed your mileage, when you were then training for your marathon, Marie, did you, you do a few half marathons, work on your 10K time a little bit. Like you say, kind of earn your stripes a bit before you jumped up to that marathon. Yes. And also training for marathon will make the other distances easier and faster. So my best season was just after I'd done London Marathon. And then after that, I decided I would do different distances. And that was my best season because my body was conditioned for, was conditioned so well for the running. I just smashed all my PBs that following year because, because I had trained properly for it. I didn't get injured. And I'm not saying if you train properly, you're not going to get injured, but the risk of injury is much, much less. And chances are, if you get an injury, you will come out of it quicker than if you don't train properly and you get an injury. If you train properly for an event and if you follow the, the stages and not jump the loops, then you are in a much, your body would be in a much better position to be successful and you are much likely to enjoy your running because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Most of us are unpaid for running is not what we to pay the bills. We have to enjoy it. And if you don't yeah. enjoy it, then what's the point? And something I've, I have noticed as well is a lot of people, they decide to train for a long distance event, often a marathon, and they aren't used to that distance. They will go straight into marathon training and they will find the whole thing hard and then they'll do the marathon and it won't necessarily be an enjoyable experience. And then they, they lose their love of running because yeah. of that and you don't want to do that and marathons aren't for everyone so you might find that okay you're just on your 5k you're gonna do 10k and then you're gonna do a, a 10 miles and then etc and you will find that there is a distance that's your favorite one so for me that's the marathon and in between the i love it, 10 mile race but 10ks aren't for me so everyone's different and you've got to experience it. You've got to find what's your favorite distance and what works for you. And it's really, it's only by experiencing it and experiencing it in the right way that you will, you will find that. It's time as well, isn't it? What time you can commit to it. The further you go, the more mileage you tend to put in. So it takes up more time, energy and effort. But like you said, build your foundations. Don't rush it. If you want to move on and do a marathon, that's great. But experience the 5K. Work on that for a bit. If you want to, then move on to a, a 10K because you've built the foundations to be able to deal with a 10K better. Do the 10K. Move on if you want to a half marathon. We, we have people that do our 5K program and then they move on to a 10K program. Then they come back to working their 5K again. So, you know, you can work the 5K, 10K. They can all work well together. Of course they can. But how you put that structure in place and how you make sure that you're progressing safely, it, like I think like Marie said, treat your body with some respect. Don't hammer it. Don't kind of go, ah, oh, see, I'll see if I can go from six miles to a half marathon. I reckon I could run 10 miles. 
you probably can, but the effect it would have on your body would mean that it would take longer to recover. You're more likely to pick up injuries. So progressing slowly and taking your time with it is really important to help you progress and move things forward. So I think that's really sound advice. You wouldn't go from year seven to year 10, would you, in one year? You work through it. I like that. At least my little brain's like that a lot, Marie, hasn't it, eh? It's okay not to want to do anything else than a 5K. And I think in this country, we are very fortunate that we've got so many park runs. And that means you can enjoy a park run on a tarmac if that's what you like. You can enjoy a park run on a train course. You can enjoy a very challenging park run up and down if that's what, what, what you want. So there are so many things you can do by just running a 5K. People shouldn't feel under pressure that they have to run further if that's not what they want or they can't commit to to the time. So it's okay not to want to to do a half marathon or a marathon or a ten mile or ten k. It's that people shouldn't feel under pressure that they have to do more. And we are again, we are very fortunate in this country that we can do that. And it's free. Marathon is free. I don't know what you find, Marie, but when I meet new people, which I try not to. When you meet new people and you, you say that you're a runner, usually one of the first questions they ask you is, you know, have you run a marathon? It's that real stigma attached to it. it it's like a badge of honour to have completed it. But like you say, like it's not for everyone and it shouldn't be for everyone. And if it's something you want to do, take your time over it. And that, that leads nicely on to talking about one of our members who she started with us maybe nine or 10 months ago, maybe a year ago, something like that. She recently ran her half marathon and she ran that half marathon. She'd never run a half marathon before, but she completed the half marathon at, at a faster pace than she used to be able to run a flat out 5K for. I'm going to say that again because I think that is ridiculous. She can now run a half marathon at a faster pace then she could run a 5K for. Now, that's mental. When you think about it, she's adding 10 miles on and she's running faster. So we want to kind of just reiterate how she has done that. Obviously, she's done that through getting coaching and support from Marie and myself. That's all you need, to be honest. Don't need anything else. But if, <laughs> she worked on her 5K. She learned how to train effectively. She... Uh, learn how to progress herself in the best possible way. She learned how to stay injury free. She learned how to listen to her body. She learned how to love her running and love the process that she was going through. She built her confidence up massively over that 5K distance. Now, when it was time to move on and she wanted to move on to a 10K, she did the same there because she'd built those foundations. Moving to the 10K was a much easier step for her. And again, she listened to her body. She had a structure to follow. And her 10K time came down. And because she was getting stronger, her 5K time also came down again. And then, you know, we weren't saying to her, like, you should move on and do a further distance. You know, the thought of her doing a half marathon six months ago would have been really scary. And I, I think it was still scary, but she knew she could do it because she knew that she had the right structure in place. She knew how her body felt, and also it made sense to her that I can now run 10 minutes quicker or whatever it was over a 10K than a half marathon if I play the same kind of theory in that I'm just going to run it slower but for longer. My body's ready to do that. 
And lo and behold, her body was more than ready to go and do that. And she went and ran a time that she never thought she'd be able to run for a half marathon. And she may never do a half marathon again. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She's learned so much about herself. She's learned so much about what's possible for her. And now when she, if she wants, she's going to come back down and do some 5Ks and 10Ks again. And she'll be so much stronger for it. But she's done it in the right way. She has progressed steadily. She has followed a structure and a process that works for her. And she hasn't rushed it, which has meant she's had a great experience and she has loved it rather than it feeling like a chore. It's just mind-blowing, but it just goes to show that if you follow the right process, if you take the necessary steps, then you can do anything you like. You can do anything you like. Just stay in line with, with your body and yeah, just give it some respect. That's, and I'm trying to, um, to follow my own advice. <laughs> we all try and follow our own advice, guys. So in summary, you can do anything you like as long as you are patient Respect your body. Think about you wouldn't go from year seven to year 10 in one go. It's the same from a 5K to a marathon. You can get there, but just take your time over it. Learn how to train effectively. Learn how to train efficiently. Progress in terms of mileage steadily and slowly. The faster you can get as well, if you're looking to go faster, then you need to not stress your body too frequently so that you do not get injured and of course if you want our help then we're always here and able to help you out with your training so that closes out what happens after a 5k whatever you like as long as you are careful and keep enjoying the process i hope you've enjoyed it and uh, really really look forward to hearing how you get on Thank you for listening to Loving Every Stride. If, like us, you absolutely love running, we'd love to have you in our community and help make your running faster. You can join our Facebook group and get your very own Running Faster formula by visiting the link in the show notes, and there will be happy days ahead. Please also remember to subscribe and review so we can spread our love for running. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the bright side.